Welcome to Ball Talk Deep, where we talk deep about ball. It's Andrade and Irwin back at it again. Drop a like, drop a sub, drop a comment before we get into it. We post five plus videos a week, and we're adding the plus because there's so much coverage going on in the NBA playoffs right now. And this time around, we're going to talk about the finalists that were announced for the 2020-21 NBA Awards. Yes, we're a little late on it because we want to talk about the playing tournament and the initial playoff games first, but. Now we're going to get into it before they f announce the winners for all the awards. So we're just going to give our thoughts on the top three finalists for each award that they provide in this article. Yes, sir. Um, better late than never. Uh, Facts. One, one of the awards that's, uh, that already got announced was the Kia NBA Sixth Man of the Year. We're which at, was Matt Cute. With Jordan Clarkson. We might show you a clip right here. It got it got handed by his boy, Joe Inglis. Who bro. was the second uh, runner-up to the award, too. You know so what? that was pretty cool. You know what? Low-key, Jordan Clarkson might be, you know, my first addition to my boys group. Oh, you're from... Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. shit. Oh, and also, fun fact, Jordan Clarkson has become the first Utah Jazz player to ever win the award. Uh, I mean, y'all see in this clip right now. How many Utah Jazz players have won it? Zero. One. Oh, who's the one? Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. That's true. Man, they look like they were about to kiss, man. <laughs> like the Mike Tyson meme with the two pigeons. Now kiss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what, guys? This is the first of, of what it looks like it's going to be a lot of things for the Jazz. You know, first Western Conference appearance. You know, first whatever. championship? Nah. <laughs> well, as of this recording, man, they're not even looking good like they might make it to the Western Conference final. Yeah, because yeah, their superstar wasn't on the floor. I want to see any team look good when their superstar You know what superstar was on the floor, though? Ja Morant. Uh, he's a superstar. He's part of my boys' crew. He might jump to number one. What? Definitely not. <laughs> not yet, at least. Not yet, at least. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lucas just—he's too good, bro. Yeah, he's too. Uh, I mean, he won game one too. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Uh, they're up to a good start, man. Yeah. Round one's looking like the round of upsets, honestly, which is uh, crazy. It, it turns out he's the lower seeds. Well, except possibly, possibly. Well, yeah, but at least are taking some of the early games. I mean, except one in South Beach are looking like complete ass at this moment. Uh, but that's true. And hate. the Lakers lost that game one, which, but no, no biggie about that because LeBron is uh, infamous for losing game ones because he kind of used it to observe, and then he comes in with his observations following after that. Exactly, man. But let's hop on to it, man. The first award over here, we got the all. The, uh, the MVP, bro. MVP, man. The MVP. Blah, blah, my blah. bad, guys. Oh, just so you guys know, the three finalists for each award are based on voting results from a global plan panel of sports writers and broadcasters. So yeah. no players are involved. None of that good stuff. What's low-key, maybe they should get some type of... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying because they do play the game. They are familiar with the game in the year. Yeah. But I don't know if they... Maybe there's some bias here. That's why they haven't do done that. But whatever. I mean, but there's bias in the reporters as well, man. Exactly. Yeah, so good. let's start off with the most prestigious regular season award, mm -hmm. and that is NBA Most Valuable Player. And the MVP finalists are Stephen Curry for the Golden State Warriors, Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers, and Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Man, I like those, uh, the way that you said those names, man. You feel Pretty me? Good, man, Pretty clean. I'll be an announcer uh, someday. What? I know, maybe what? Maybe do some movie trailers too and shit. Hey, what? <laughs> Come into a theater near you. Uh... <laughs> But okay, there's a pretty good list from we saw over here. What do you think? Definitely, our, I will say this was our top three list after the after Harden and LeBron kind of fell off the list. More LeBron, 
But remember when we did that Harden Jokic video? Yeah, got some cards over here. But yeah, Curry deserves it for having that amazing individual performance season. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, obviously the Warriors didn't make it into the playoffs, but whatever. He popped off when he during the season. And mm-hmm. Bead, I would have leaned on Embiid as my vote if he was if he had played a little more games, just a little more games. Because one, I mean, we did that video here, mm-hmm. but he was close to the 50-40-90 club breaking barriers with that uh, big center position, big man position. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we got Jokic, who was also close to the 50-40-90 club, and for me, would get my vote because he led the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, not a top two or even a top three seed, but still in the top four in the Western Conference Finals. So let's keep that in mind. If you put mm-hmm. both conferences together, it's a little higher. Yeah. Um, and he he is the reason he led this team because, let's forget, Jamal stepped off. MPJ's been holding that... that uh, the ground up for there. So, so, Curry, so Curry's your pick? No, I said Jokic. Bro. Oh, Jokic. Oh, okay, this man, man don't listen to me, bro. I know, I don't listen, man. I Spends too much time with me. He's already learned to tune me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to that part of relationship. <laughs> Next episode, BTD uh, relationship advice over here. I'm going to see a therapist over here. Uh, I got you guys. Uh, okay, so you got Jokic. Who's your, who's your vote? Um, look, man, uh, while you make a very good point, uh, what comes with... It's not Jokic for you? It's not. Uh, like, when it comes to, like, uh, the injuries that he said with... The, the, the game time missed with uh, with Embiid. Yeah. And the fact that the Nuggets, they're not a top two seed. Are you about West. to say Curry? I am. Actually, it was at what? the... What? At the end of the day, guys, you got to take in consideration. What's the name of the award? Most Valuable Player. Not Most Valuable Team. Most Valuable Player. Of the NBA... And for their team too, but like of the NBA too. Look, you take out actually out of those three, he is the most valuable player of the NBA. I'm not gonna lie, but you take out Stephen Curry, you go from a fringe playoff team in the Western Conference to a Mm -hmm. dumpster fire of a team, not a franchise. They're a good franchise. That's true. They wouldn't have been in the playoff run at all. They would have been. I agree. Without Stephen Curry, they would have been in discussion. Not even in the playing tournament. Not even that. Arguably the worst record in the NBA. Without Stephen Curry, like that. Like that. So that's the, the 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 definition, like you know, when it comes to that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the most uh, valuable player in, in the in the NBA for sure. Okay, uh, interesting. I was just heads up, guys. Erwin and I did not discuss our personal picks because we just wanted to get it on camera. And obviously, you guys saw my reaction. I'm I'm very surprised. I did not expect you to say Curry. Hey, man, I think he's the. Uh, I want to say least deserving, but okay, if you take into account what the game time missed, maybe over Embiid, but not nah, Embiid. He's the reason that even though he missed a, a decent amount of games, is the reason Philadelphia got such a top seated uh, ranking. Yeah, he, he's a big, he's a big portion of discussion for Look, championship contender. He's a big portion of it. If Embiid goes nah, down, nine seed is too low, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, look, uh, like I, like I said, guys, in my definition, at least most valuable player, the award. Not most valuable team. If it's most valuable team, man, I'm going to give it to uh, Embiid. Right? Okay. Because he's the number one seed in the East. He's a big factor of it. But See, when I count everything into account, like all the balance of factors of everything we like discussed for what does what an MVP is in our definition, at least in mine, but overall, yeah. that's why I got Jokic because... Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's move on, man. This uh, is going to be fun. We got Rookie of the Year. We uh, definitely got one of Andrade's boys over here. Hell uh, yeah. And guess who it is? <laughs> so for NBA Rookie of the Year, the finalists are LaMelo Ball for the Charlotte Hornets, 
Anthony Edwards for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and Tyrese Halliburton for the Sacramento Kings. I mean, come on, man. I think this is like probably the easiest one of all what? this list, What? You're man. crazy. Nah, uh, nah. I wouldn't say that. One of the easiest ones. Nah, uh, you're no, tripping. No disrespect. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton having a very good rookie Yo. year. Watch uh, out for him. He, oh, he might join my boys' yeah, crew in like every, a year or two, I'm saying. Man, everybody. He's man. so wet. Man. Uh, he, he, he was a good pick for the Sacramento Kings. Oh, uh, underrated as fuck. Uh, steal, bro. Steal. Yeah, definitely a steal. Anthony Edwards, we could definitely saw. Yo, uh, he's a beast. He's a he, physical beast. He could beast. definitely score. Man, that guy's a scoring machine. He's like a mini Zion. If Zion wasn't in the NBA right now, like if he wasn't an existing thing, he would have been like this gen's Zion right now, like being talked about. Nah, there's no, there's no he's got hops, he's got power in his dunks and his drives, you know what I mean? He's just not as fat. What? When it comes to that. Yo, Zion, man. Uh, I, I feel <laughs> But last but certainly not least, we got Lamelo Ball. Um, That's it, my pick was Easily It was, was a little bit disappointing Not gonna lie In the playing tournament When they got Smoked By the Pacers whatever, yeah. Or whatever's left From the Pacers I didn't have High expectations But I did have hope That like Maybe he just Kind of shows up Obviously it didn't happen But like Yeah And I, I think He deserves to win it Even with the time he missed Because he came back And he is A good uh, Factor of why the Charlotte Hornets were able to make it into uh, the playing tournament. Because without him, I don't even think that... Obviously, he's not Look, the main reason because the, 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 the Lamelo, vets showed up. Lamelo was a significant factor of what made what brought the Buzz back to Buzz City. If that makes any sense. Oh, no, no. In uh, that sense, I think he's the main reason. Like, yeah. the, the biggest reason. In terms of the making it, like, ranking so high, I still give it to Hayward and, and um, Rosier and shit. But, yeah, in terms of bringing the buzz back, because yeah. if there was no Lomeno and it was just Gordon Hayward, like, he went there over the summer, and then even with Terry Rhodes, like, they still wouldn't get that buzz. But exactly. Lamelo is definitely the reason for that yeah, exactly. buzz. Exactly. Well, all right, man, let's move on. Uh, wait, got... so your pick is Lamelo? Yeah, of course, Lamelo. Okay, okay. Damn. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm like... sorry, Edward, Anthony Edwards fans, but... Hey. It's, Lamelo's just special, and well, he deserves it. Hey, look, he was running away with it before the injury, and then he still was able to come back from the injury. The good thing about it, man, is he didn't a, miss too much. The time. good thing about it is it's an award, man. And Anthony Edwards, he definitely's not a bust. He has a lot of time to, you know, prove these uh, naysayers wrong, including us. So uh, let's move on. How about NBA Defensive Player of the Year? All right, for the NBA Defensive Player of the Year, we got Rudy Gobert for Utah Jazz, Draymond Green for Golden State Warriors, and Ben Simmons for the Philadelphia 76ers. Look, I agree with this list for the most part, man, but how the fuck do you leave Bam Adebayo out of this list, man? You get Draymond Green out of that list right now, man. That guy, look, he's still pretty good, you know, whatnot, but no, man. Draymond's an underrated defender, I'm yeah, not going to lie. Like, nowadays, he doesn't, as an individual, he's not as as a st- big of a stopper as he used to be a couple years ago. Keep in mind, he's a little older. Mm-hmm. But he still provides a shit ton of defense for the Warriors in terms of like how he guides everyone on the floor. He has a great ball IQ and arguably probably the highest ball IQ out of these three. And like I've seen enough clips already to see. like He will tell, especially since there are so many young players on the Warriors this year, that you know move this, turn like that, switch here, da-da-da. As he was also individually defending his player. You know what I mean? No, That's I mean, a big factor. Yeah, you can't sleep on that, but he's not the same as he used to be. He's not prime Draymond. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I so started. Man. Yeah, yeah. I think Bam definitely should have been on this. He should have been. Opinion. Uh, they, Who they, do you got as be. the winner, though? I got, man, look, man, this is a tough list. Uh, ben Simmons, the man can't shoot, but the man can definitely lock your ass down. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert, man. Yo. 
You I'm going to go with Rudy. You too. see Rudy on that paint, bro, you're not going to dare to drive in, man, because you're going to get your ass swatted. Yes. You know, when it comes to that, man. So And Gobert is a big reason, if not the biggest reason, on why um, the Jazz had such a high defensive rating and well, are yeah, also there. well high-seeded because defense also gets you Ws. Yes, and he sir. is the anchor of the Jazz's defense. Absolutely. And they had the best uh, uh, record in the league, so... Yeah, man. Dude, that's what his that would be his third defensive player, fourth, third, third. Yeah, he's he's got a couple already. He's yeah. What that's with that he's locked. I mean, he's already I think locked because bro, if you win any award more than two or three times, like okay, this would be his third if he wins it. Mm -hmm. That's a guaranteed lock in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go to the next list over here. NBA Most Improved Player. All right, for NBA Most Improved Player, we got Jeremy Grant from Detroit Pistons, Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets, and Julius Randle for New York Knicks. My bad, New York. Mm, man. Oh, this is probably the this toughest one. This is easy one. for me. Really? Nah, this is pretty tough. I'm going to have to go with Julius Randle, man, because while Porter Jr. has a high ceiling and probably a higher ceiling out of anyone in this list, and Grant plays for the Detroit Pistons, I'm sorry, that doesn't help your... your uh, your uh, profile? Yeah, for this. Randall had literally went from like a nobody. And by nobody, I mean like, you know, not many people uh, knew who he was, especially mainstream audience, to like, boom. Center stage, spotlight, was one of the biggest players talked about for the 2020-21 seasons. And he did it on the New York Knicks, which is one of the most highly profile NBA teams, especially when they were winning. And on top of that, is the reason that the New York Knicks made it into the playoffs after, I forget, like seven-year drought, I think it was. Like, so he deserves most improved player. There's no question. I can't believe he says Hardwood. There's no question as Julius Randle. And when you look back on the season, are you going to remember Jeremy Grant or Michael Porter Jr. for this season? Me. No, you're going to remember Julius Randle and the New York Knicks. That's, that's one of the main stories and narratives when it comes to the season when yeah, you I mean, look back i mean yeah if you're a casual yeah you, you uh, bro just in general who the, what look man jeremy grant went from like a pretty much unknown role player in denver to pretty much a borderline star yes playing in detroit doesn't help at all but it is what it is improved. and julius render uh, rose to a star man was an nba all-star game he, he did man but look <laughs> unlike jeremy grant randall Ever since he got into the league, he was a highly regarded prospect. He was mm -hmm. uh, drafted number seven, uh, yeah, played play, play in the Lakers, and I he got to the Pelicans. Like, I feel you, man, but he's been like a good player. Underrated, yeah. but a good player. But and now he's a great player that is not underrated. He's a star. Uh, yeah, you know, in, that's uh, most improved in, in New York. Imagine, that, you know how hard it is it, to be it, a star in the it, NBA? It's not as easy as, as, as you think it is, the, the most improved player. But my yeah. choice is still going to be Julius Randle. But okay, so I thought you were, gonna, but, you were just providing but, a, a yeah, argument for uh, Grant. Yeah, when it comes to that, fun. Well, not a fun fact, but side note, I think Michael Porter Jr. over here could be a future winner of the award. Though. I'm gonna say that maybe next year when he goes from, because right now he isn't like Julius's Randall chair of like most people don't know who he is. Like you said, like casuals and stuff, mm -hmm. and who knows how long Murray stays out, um, even past next year's regular season, and if he rises into the prime third star mm -hmm. especially when Murray comes back or when Murray's still off if he misses like I don't know a month or two in the beginning of the season mm -hmm. and he just rises to that concrete Robin next yeah, to Yoko got you alright guys and we're moving to the last one over here NBA coach whoa, of the whoa, year whoa wait wait M let's talk the about six. NBA six men bro we had Jordan Clarkson for the Utah Jazz 
Joe Ingles for the Utah Jazz, and Derrick Rose for the New York Knicks. And, of course, Clarkson won it. But is there anyone you want to touch upon? I love the fact that Derrick Rose got a nomination. And he deserves it. And he was able to do it with uh, Tom Thibodeau, which is like, I don't know, it's just a beautiful story to think about from their Bulls history. I like the fact that these two Utah Jazz, Jazz players were able to share these finalist nominations. And, yeah, I agree. Clarkson deserves it, which was great for... Um, here's a, a photo of how all the uh, four of the young core from the Lakers have been proving itself, like Julius Randle, Clarkson, etc. And now Clarkson getting that award, and Julius, I'm assuming, will win six man of the year of the award. Shit, might have LeBron thinking like, hmm, should I have traded away all those players? Nah, should he's I fine, man. I'll take, I'll take Anthony. <laughs> I know he did win the championship. I'll, I'll in take Anthony Davis any day of the week. Um, not too much to add, man. I'm just happy the fact that. You know, while most people would have given up after everything that Derrick Rose has gone through, but the fact that, you know, this guy has persevered, you know, and he's still hanging on in the NBA and having these couple of good years, where obviously he's not the same superstar he's been before, but he's a reliable contributor on, on good teams. Mm -hmm. I just love seeing that, man, out of uh, Derrick Rose. And just the fact, like we were saying earlier in this uh, video, you know, Joe Ingles, uh, Jordan Clarkson almost yeah. kissed, had this I good love, moment. I love, <laughs> I love Rose's smile uh, in this photo, man. Yeah, look, it's, it's, I'd love it's, to see him happy, man. A, yeah, for real, man. All right, this time around, last but certainly not least, the NBA Coach of the Year finalists. NBA Coach of the Year finalists, we got Quinn Snyder for the Utah Jazz, Tom Thibodeau for the New York Knicks, and Monty Williams for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to go with Tom Thibodeau for the New York Knicks. Boom. Being straight up with you. Although, this is one of the easiest agreements for finalists, in my opinion, that these three coaches deserve to be finalists. Because Utah Jazz went from mid-tier ranking team and even, like, underrated by most people to top undisputed number one. Mm -hmm. Phoenix Suns basically did the same thing, uh, thing. And if the Utah Jazz didn't have this year, Phoenix Suns would probably would have been the number one uh, seeded team in the West. And then... Thibodeau yeah. is the reason that like, he is the reason the Knicks were able to go from nothing to surprising everybody. Yeah, look, man. Um, yeah, like you said, man, the, these two teams doesn't take anything away from uh, Coach Snyder and Coach Williams. Uh, but both of these teams have some sort of playoff aspirations uh, in the beginning of the year. While the New York Knicks, if you look at a card over here that we were talking about, they were on the bottom five of the NBA uh, profiles in the preview. When it came to that, are we and, having an agreement of the choice for this? Um, yeah, like man, it. it's Tom Dimmer, though, man. Look, they went from. I still think the New York Knicks is a dumpster fire of a franchise, but of an organization, of an organization. All right, when it, when it comes to that, I but, think Thibodeau, though, it seems like he, he instilled that culture. It seems, so far in the first year too, which is incredible to do in the first year. It's it's good. And you know what? I'm glad that this is happening for Coach Tibbs because um, he look, deserved it. In the Bulls, he had a bad ending. The Timberwolves, <laughs> very bad ending. Um, it looks like he learned a couple things, you know. Yes. If I'm his two, and times. I'm glad because I'm not gonna lie. For me, he was kind of he started rubbing me the wrong way, especially in the Timberwolves, and I mm -hmm. felt like he was kind of starting to fall into the like the Mike D'Antoni one-dimensional oh, coaching uh, a pit for me. But after this year, if he continues, to me it shows that, you know, he was able to adapt. He's he's open to change. Mm -hmm. And it goes to show. And the fact that, for me, is if you can instill a winning culture into a dumpster fire franchise, that says, because that is not easy. That's more than just X's and O's as a coach. That's human behavioral, management, all that involved. And, bro, 
props to Thibodeau, of man. Of course, man. Props to it, guys. Let's he know. deserves to. If he doesn't win it, I'm I'm going on a protest, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let it, uh, yeah, here's the GoFundMe for uh, for Andrade's. Uh, Inside in New York, protest. join all the New York Knicks fans outside. Yeah, just wear your mask. Uh, they're still having that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, all that good stuff. But guys, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Uh, you guys agree with uh, any with of our choices? With the finalists, period. With the finalists, do you think they're leaving somebody out? Just like I thought about Bam Adebayo. Uh, let us know what and you guys. Who do you think deserves to win it out of all of these? Yeah, exactly. Either way, man, we appreciate all the love and the hate. You guys already know. Catch us on Twitter, TikTok, and streaming services like Apple and Spotify. For not podcasts. S- not stream for podcasts. Uh, we'll catch you guys soon. For now, take later. care.